the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We begin a Thanksgiving week with very troubling headlines. So it will take discipline and purpose on our part to be thankful. And that's good that we understand the necessity of being thankful. There are a lot of things wrong in our world, in our country today, but there are also a lot of things right. It is important to never lose sight of that. It is important to never lose hope. And so we'll try to filter the headlines of the day through that prism. Welcome to a Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. It's nice to be back with you after a very good weekend, but a weekend that had uh, more of what we've already seen uh, tear at the very fabric of our country. From the uh, time we parted Friday, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict has since come in. Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty on all charges, but... Sadly, predictably, rather than view that verdict, I don't expect people who wanted him to be found guilty or believed he's found guilty, and that's their right uh, to have their own opinions on that. I did not expect them to embrace the verdict, but it's a little bit like a presidential election. I didn't embrace the results of the last one, but you have to respect the process. I get it. There are people who think Kyle Rittenhouse should be in jail for the rest of his life. But the process, a jury of your peers, evidence, rules of evidence, constitutional protections against self-incrimination and the like, you have to have respect for that. If you watch it work and love it when it puts Derek Chauvin behind bars for a long, long time, then you have to at least accept it when it keeps Kyle Rittenhouse out from behind bars. But that's not where we are. And then last night, 6 o'clock-ish, the headlines started to come through about a horrendous event in Waukesha, Wisconsin, where a man we now know has been identified as Daryl Brooks uh, drove a red SUV through a parade. Now, I'm going to try to do what the left never does, not because they deserve it, but because you deserve it. I don't feel like I owe the left anything in terms of courtesy, in terms of the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Except that, as uh, a Christian, I'm compelled to love my enemies and to turn the other cheek. But I'm going to not go where a lot, sadly, of conservative commentators will go at this hour of this day. 
about Daryl Brooks because there are some characteristics Daryl Brooks has that really, at the heart of the matter, aren't relevant at all to what he is pretty clear to have done yesterday. What is relevant is that Derek Brooks, Daryl Brooks, rather, the man who drove his SUV and killed five, injured 40, willfully, violently drove his vehicle over the back of children and grandmothers. There was a lot of attention paid to Jacob Blake being shot in the back while he was resisting arrest. No kids in that parade yesterday were resisting anything. They were celebrating Christmas, celebrating being young, being able to dance, being able to play an instrument. And Daryl Brooks killed them, maimed them, injured them from behind. Will that be something that offends the left? I don't know. But what's important is just to really look at the issue because we can get distracted by focusing on all manner of things about those who do things we don't like and how they think differently than us or look differently than us. And they can get upset when we think differently than they do and we look differently than they do. And we can attribute our differences to our political viewpoints or our differences in appearance, our differences in uh, ethnicity, when really, uh, as I reflected on this this morning, as I prayed about it this morning, as I thought about it this morning, I realized something that I think would, (laughs) would really drive both the extreme left and the extreme right crazy. And what I realized this morning is they have not just a lot in common, they have everything in common. The David Dukes and the Ibram X. Kendys, the Joy Reeds and the white supremacists have everything in common. And the everything that they have in common is their root motivation, the source of everything evil that emanates from them. Everything that motivates Dylan Roof to go into a church and shoot innocent black people, everything that motivated the BLM rioter supporter in Dallas to shoot five police officers and kill them, It's the exact same thing, and it's the hatred in their heart. It's the anger that blinds them, that allows them to, like Daryl Brooks' SUV, run right through the barriers. His were plastic barriers keeping him from a parade. The Joy Reeds, the Don Lemons, the David Dukes, the barriers they run through are... Whatever connection is formed in a person's mind when you say, man, I need to take a deep breath here. Like, I need to just, like, this is nuts. Like, I can't continue to traffic in the rhetoric and the escalation, the tribalism that will 
put me in a place where I won't even recognize myself and I will do something unspeakable. Something unspeakable like Dylan Roof, something unspeakable like Daryl Brooks, something unspeakable like uh, pick one, a Joy Reid TikTok video, a Don Lemon monologue, a Chris Cuomo monologue. See, I've named white people. I've named black people. I've named people on the right. I've named people on the left. The, 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 the thing, they have everything in common. And that's why it's so important that we don't take our nourishment from the same poisoned well that the people are drinking from who are ruining our country, our discourse, and our ability to get along. It is, as Andrew Clavin says, anger is the devil's cocaine. It is. The devil does not care who does the hating. He just wants the hating to get done. And it's getting done. It's getting done on the left. It's getting done on the right. And honestly, I worry about whether I've contributed to it. And so I'm not going to stop talking about the issues, but I'm going to try to discipline myself to fight with one weapon and one weapon only. I've mentioned it before. It's not a new weapon. It's the truth. The truth is the only weapon. Now, the truth requires courage because the truth is unpopular because there's a viewpoint now that there is no resolute, eternal, unchanging truth. That there is instead this moving target, this ever-changing goalpost of what I feel is my truth. I feel because you're this race, because you're this sexuality, because you're this fill-in-the-blank. You are fill-in-the-blank. But we got to get back to truth. And we got to get back to believing and sharing values in a system that served us really, really well. The, the jury system in America has generally, generally served us very, very well. Can you find exceptions where it's screwed up? Yes, you can. But because you can find an exception, O.J. Simpson, maybe you think Kyle Rittenhouse, there's a lot of people in jail who've been later proven innocent. So it's not infallible. But when people say, I got to throw it out. You notice they never have an alternative. Throw it out in favor of what? Throw it out in favor of what? You have to have faith in the institutions and the institutions haven't always been rooted to the truth because now our institutions, (laughs) a lot of them are not rooted or even tethered loosely to the truth. But when they were formed, they were bonded, welded to the truth. We've got to get back to that. We have to get back to that. And we have to be able to defend that. We have to be able to courageously say, no, no, that is not true. When people get on TV and Jalen Rose of ESPN did it after the Rittenhouse verdict and say, the cop shot Jacob Blake dead, you're not just allowed It is incumbent upon you 
to stand against that lie. And people say, oh, well, you're a racist because Jalen Rose is a different race than you. And he says something you disagree with. So you can't possibly disagree with it unless you are a racist. No, you can disagree with it irrelevant of the person's race, irrelevant of your race. When you disagree with it because of the fact that it is either true or it is not true. So that's what we're going to try to talk about today as we talk about the Rittenhouse case, as we talk about events in our own community, and as we talk about the horrific acts last night in Waukesha, Wisconsin. It's a Monday edition of The Bruce Hooley Show. Well, I'd invite your participation today, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989, the Rittenhouse verdict, the events in Waukesha, Wisconsin, the death toll is five, the injuries are 40. Uh, We have a suspect, and his name is Daryl Brooks. He's a career criminal, uh, and he is out on bail from something that happened in uh, November, early November, November the 5th. Uh, 39-year-old lifetime felon is how he's being described. Fox says when they ran his arrest record, it was 50 pages long. So, a lot of things here. We have, over the past, what, year and a half, bought into the lie, bought into the lie, that punishing people for criminal activity is wrong. That it's wrong because what? It's racist, or it picks on certain groups of people. I'm open to having you explain to me that I am wrong. I'm open to hearing that. But I don't believe that generalization. I believe that every person is responsible for their own actions. And I believe that in the human heart, we know, what, 98 or 9% of the time, when we do something that it's wrong. I don't think there's a lack of clarity on whether a person does what Daryl Brooks' arrest record says he's done, reckless endangerment, felony possession of a firearm, sex offender, uh, aggravated battery, um, felony strangulation. I don't believe a person does that and is unclear on whether that's right or wrong. So, Regardless of what Derek Daryl Brooks' race turns out to be, regardless of what it turns out to be, nothing he has done and no penalty that he has suffered will be because he came from a certain gene pool. But we have bought into the lie in this country that the left and the media, but I repeat myself, has fomented, stirred up, roiled up. Have you ever been in, like, let's say, I'm not trying to conjure any um, awkward images here, but have you ever been in uh, a bathtub and the water gets cold and then you move around and all of a sudden, hey, the water gets warm again? Because why? You've stirred it up. You've moved it around. I don't know the chemistry on that. I don't think the water actually gets warmer. I think it was the same temperature all the time. But there's something about stirring things up that gives a new energy to it, gives a new vitality to it. And in the case of this increased focus 
an attribution of racism to everything that happens in our world. We have given discord, anger, hatred, mistrust. Were there any good things on that list? No. We have given it new life. And we have people, lots of them, who are more than happy to escalate that. Now, what is their motivation? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have an idea. Cori Bush, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Robin DiAngelo, Ibram X. Kendi, on and on. They do it for notoriety, power, wealth, ego, like being heard, like being cited, like being interviewed. But all of it comes back to a disrespect for and ignorance of the truth. Because the things that criminals do are wrong, and it is a proven deterrent to punish people for doing wrong. But we have career criminals out on the street. What motivated him to drive his car into a parade? I don't know. We'll probably find out by the end of the day or have a pretty good idea by the end of the day. What motivates an otherwise reasonably intelligent person like Jalen Rose to go on ESPN on the night Kyle Rittenhouse is found not guilty and say that Jacob Blake was shot dead by police? When I would certainly think he knows that's not true. Did he just forget? At one time, I'm sure he knew it. But at one time, he allowed his anger to get so stirred up, so energized, so enlivened, so rekindled, that he has in his own mind magnified, or he has on the hard drive of his mind, this guy was shot dead, and this guy was shot dead, and this guy was shot dead, and this guy was shot dead. And so I'm going to pull a name out of here, Jacob Blake, and I'm going to mix it up with whoever else that I can't get over. The whole Black Lives Matter movement, which has nothing to do, nothing to do with preserving black lives. If it did, they'd care about the little girl, seven years old, who was black, shot dead in a drive-thru next to her father in the car at McDonald's. They would care about that life. They don't. Check the BLM Chicago Twitter page. No mention of her. Her black life doesn't matter. But lives they can leverage and build on more lies. Michael Brown, hands up, don't shoot. Never happened. Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman, whether you like it or not, found not guilty. Derek Chauvin, same system, found guilty. Some you win, some you lose. O.J. Simpson, not guilty, right? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.